Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to take a pretty extensive piece of audio from a constitutional conservative radio show that uh, allows these candidates to come on and spew a bunch of bullshit and show people how this entire election season is just such a fraud and the way it's framed up is just so deceptive and it's not there to help you. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative believer for years and years and years. And then I figured it out once I got the Internet. I figured out it's just a scam. I did that 25 years ago. And when I figured it out, I became a self-certified master practitioner in this area. And I gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the podcasts I do because I think uh, these fake awards are very impressive. Certainly as impressive as anything the government hands out. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to make a show... I'm going to use another piece of audio from the most prominent constitutional conservative lawyer out in media. I like using his show only because he's very influential and he's so perfect to show people the con job that is constitutional conservative sort of philosophy that sells people this concept that we're going to be free if we vote for these right people when they just leave out all the stuff that matters. I decided to do this show because I was originally thinking about doing maybe some of the political ads that are coming up just to show people how silly this whole voting process is and what a fraud it all is. And I listened to a bunch of these political ads and I just don't think they work very well. So I thought this guy's been having candidates on and this happens all over the place, both at local and at national radio. And they bring the candidates in and they interview them, kind of a softball interview And they let the people have an opportunity, and they usually do it in these places where they're so-called contested races and things like that. And he had a couple of them on that night, I think. And I'm just going to do one for this show. If people like it, I may do another one because it's. I think it's very, very instructive. I think it's a really good platform to point out all the stuff that they don't say, all the stuff they leave out, and all the ways they completely and totally frame up the issues in a way that drives everybody into this ditch where you have absolutely no chance at all. See, the voting system makes no sense because the most fundamental thing you have to agree to is that I would agree that there would be somebody elected who would have this authority without me agreeing. They can just go out and vote for stuff, and if they get a majority in the vote and then they get a majority in the House, that somehow they can just make up anything they want and I have to follow it. And that's the system. See, the constitutional conservative system that's out there pretending to be for people, that's a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry, is no threat to the system. In fact, it's just the Washington Generals to the Harlem Globetrotters. They're there to lose. And if you don't have agreement that a system like this is okay and will work, then it doesn't matter who gets elected. I don't agree that I'm going to be bound by this absurd system. And nobody in their right mind would, because I'm a minority position, so none of my positions get put forward. None of them. It's just a matter of choosing between the worst kinds of choices. And that's not consensual. There's nothing voluntary about that. There's no authority to do any of that. No one has any authority. The Constitution itself doesn't have any authority. I've pointed that out. Did that huge series on Spooner's No Treason. But this is such a great example. And it's a pretty decent amount of audio. So I want to start it 
and you'll just start seeing what I'm talking about. He brings his guest on, and so I'm going to play a little bit of that and just kind of talk about it, of course, as it goes. All right, let's go ahead. We have a guest, a young lady who's running for Congress <laughs> against a phony moderate Democrat. I've been warning you about these phony moderate Democrats who Warning. vote for Pelosi to be speaker and uh-huh. and the Biden agenda, and right. then they pick one or two issues where they they attack their own party, and then they want you to think they're moderates. Uh, hey, that's okay. We can vote for her or him. The exact same kind of thing happens on the so-called conservative side. They pretend to be conservatives, but in fact, all they do is just shove a bunch of unconstitutional crap down their throats, and pretty much all of them do. Because they all support things like Social Security and Medicare and all this unconstitutional spending and all the vax crap and all the different shit. It's just endless. So it's hardly a thing that's limited to Democrats being phonies. All politicians are phonies. Let's continue. And uh, that Democrat's name is Spanberger. You've heard her all over Fox and everywhere else. You know, she's really taken on Pelosi. No, she hasn't. Never heard of her. But I I looked her up. I'm curious about her opponent. And I'm going to tell you about this other person she's running against who's the sort of sitting congressman who's a Democrat later. But I'm going to wait until there's a great point where this chick says some stuff and it's very funny. So let's continue. It's getting no time. No, you no time. Her opponent's name is Yesley Vega. Okay. Ms. Vega, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, tell us the country and Virginians about your race. You're running against this phony moderate. And... Um, uh, the area that you represent, and why you are the true blue conservative, and she's a phony moderate. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to point out the fact that, see, they've nationalized this thing as though there's something you can do about it. There's one little teeny tiny area of the country that gets to vote if they care to for this lady. That's it. So playing into the whole country, who cares? Who cares? See, they make these things all the time. Pelosi, got to get them out. Got to get Mitch McConnell out. Only the people in those areas that can vote for them have anything to do about that. Sure, you can send them some money, but what's that really going to do? No, she's only going to get flooded with money. So again, it's already deceptive as though I have an interest in this other sort of congressional district. The entire system is set up so that these congressional districts make sure that they incentivize the living shit out of each congressional district to continue to put in the most corrupt people they can to get the most uh, cheese back. And so they screw the country in order to continue to stay elected. And that's the way the system is actually set up, and I've explained that many times. So this chick is, best I can tell, she's just a dingbat believer in this stuff, and you'll hear why as we go on. Sure. You know, Mark, I just stepped outside. We actually have a Latinos for Vega rally going on right now where we have over 100 folks that turned out here tonight. Okay, listen to how silly that is. Some Latino rally. So we're already dividing everybody up. And on top of that, it's 100 people. 100 fucking people. There's 330 million people in this country. We're supposed to be impressed by this stupid shit. This is the way it works. You run around, you glad hand, constantly try to raise money and have all these stupid fucking things where a few people say some stuff and you just go off and do whatever you're going to do anyway as a congressman. You think anything that happens at this ridiculous meeting tonight is actually going to become part of the law? This is all part of the delusion. These people, they run around with signs imagining this shit. Think how stupid that just sounded. And uh, there is no coincidence for why we're having so many people coming out uh, to our so event. So many. 
Uh, people are tired of what's been uh, coming out of Washington over the last couple of years. They're tired of my opponent's uh, double standards uh-huh. and her lip service, uh-huh. and they're ready for change. Folks are hurting right now because of record high inflation, because <laughs> of the cost of fuel, because of the cost of groceries, and because they're seeing every single thing in their lives going up, from crime to the economy to wow. the big hand of government trying to interfere with everything that we do. And so we're really excited as we get closer to Election Day. We have the momentum. We're talking to voters about the issues that matter to them. And we're excited because we're seeing a movement here and there's nothing my opponent or the Democrat Party can do to stop it. Wow. Did you hear how stupid all that was? Just a bunch of Barnum statements. And in fact, on top of that, just the same shit. I've heard every single election cycle my entire life. See, every single one, it's the same series of things, that there's problems with this, they're tired of that, and we're going to take the country back, and we're fed up with the incumbent this, and you're going to cut money that, and all the stupid shit they're involved with. See, there's no discussion at all about how unconstitutional it is. It's just the same thing about driving everybody into this voting nonsense. Did you hear all that? How can anybody get up and constantly repeat this stuff? Imagine that being your job. You go out and you glad hand and you give this kind of Barnum statement speech uh, about what you're going to do and where the so-called country is and where it's going. Can people not hear how ridiculous this is? You know, if this is the first time it was happening, it'd be like, okay, well, maybe this is true. But this is not. Literally every single time there's an election, this is what you hear. And literally nothing changes. It just gets worse and worse and worse. I just don't know how people take this stuff seriously. Let's continue because there's a whole bunch of crazy stuff in this. It's just so much craziness. What area do you rep- or would you like to represent? I don't even understand this question. I think she's a little confused by it too. Say that again? Say that what again. is the area that you're running in? What does that mean, right? So the 7th Congressional <laughs> District uh, begins uh, in eastern Prince William County, and then it has the uh, Stafford, Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Culpeper, Green County, Orange County, Caroline County, and uh, King George, and half a precinct in Albemarle. So it's a uh, newly drawn district after redistricting. Uh, uh, this district is now 70% new to my opponent. Uh, and uh, I live, work, and play in Prince William County, and I've been serving there as a county supervisor for the last three years. I also had the privilege of leading the Latinos for Youngkin Coalition, where we proudly <laughs> delivered 54% of the Hispanic vote across the Commonwealth. And so we've laid the groundwork, and now we're starting to see people uh, coming out like never before, and they're ready to take our country back. Ready to take the country back, see? Got 54% of the Latino vote, okay? I mean, think, listen to the way this is, see? 54%, you get a couple extra people, and that's it. They just get to impose themselves. You get 750,000 people in this crazily drawn district, newly drawn. For what purpose? Why is it newly drawn? Why? It's all just part of the scam. I mean, are people not hearing this? Do you hear how silly this is? How can this be something you can get behind? How can this be something any rational person would agree to? Did you hear all of that? And she just filibusters a lot like that, where she just runs on and on and on and on and on, thinks she's getting in all sorts of important points. To me, all I hear is just complete and total idiocy. That is so ridiculous. Everything she said in there is just is more proof that this system can never work. 750,000 people, how's she going to meet any of these people? It's a tiny, tiny little number of people. <laughs> she's been serving in there already it's just all of the catchphrases just so god so stupid wait till you hear what she did for a living too tell us a little bit more about you and your family and so forth there you go 
So uh, my story begins with my incredible parents uh, who fled war-torn El Salvador, a war uh, that was inspired by Fidel Castro, his regime, and love of communism. And uh, my Hardly. parents came to this country with, with nothing but the clothes on their back, and only in the greatest country in the history of the world can you come <laughs> with nothing and achieve everything. Uh, it is because of my parents uh, that I uh, have learned my love for God, country, and fellow men, and it is why I fight, uh, because only here in America can you achieve everything you set out to achieve. And so we're really marked at a crossroads in our nation's history. I am sick and tired of, of again, you know, the heavy hand of government mandating everything that we do, uh, but most importantly, this radical attempt and push to try to steal our children's innocence. I am a mother of two. I'm a member of law enforcement, uh, and I became a police officer because uh, my younger brother was gunned down and nearly killed by MS-13. And so when I hear career politicians like Nancy Pelosi defend these criminals, for me, it's personal. And so I'm running because I want to preserve the America that we know, that we love, that so many have shed their blood and life for, uh, so that my children and their children can grow up in the America that we've all grown up to love. Okay. You hear all this? Say this is the typical kind of thing. This person is a tremendously brainwashed human being. She has no fucking clue what is actually going on in this country. None whatsoever. They came here from El Salvador, inspired by Castro. The problems down there have to do with drugs and gangs and their illegal drugs. And it all has to do with the fucking drugs that are run from the CIA and then outlawed in this country. They create these problems in all these countries everywhere, all over the world. Here, she's law enforcement. Okay. Typical situation, law enforcement, law and order. What kind of things do you think you're going to get out of this woman? You heard her. You heard how brainwashed she is, greatest, freest, all that shit. She's just spewing all that stuff. Literally could not answer any of the questions I would be able to put to her about the Constitution, the voting, the Civil War, nothing. She wouldn't be able to answer any of it. It's literally almost like a zombie just saying catchphrases. And so when I heard this hilarious shit where I have to vote for law enforcement, it's your typical deal, I went and looked up her opponent, Abigail Spanberger, who's in Congress at this point. And I pulled up her little site, and I'm going to read a little of it because it's so stinking funny. Abigail Spamberger has always served her country and community. She began her career of public service <laughs> as a federal law enforcement officer working narcotics and money laundering cases with the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. <laughs> so we got, you can either have a fucking cop or another cop following her love of country, public service, and languages, Abigail joined the CIA as a case officer. She worked undercover her entire time at the agency, collecting intelligence, managing assets, and overseeing high-profile programs to combat terrorism and keep Americans safe. <laughs> Listen to this shit. I mean, this is who she runs against. How the hell can you tell the difference between these people? You want an insider fucking uh, government CIA agent? Or do you want somebody who's a brainwashed fucking immigrant who came to this country and believes all the horse shit? That's who you have a choice between. In 2014, Abigail left government service, service, to begin a career in the private sector and bring her family back home to Virginia. When she saw partisan politics and division threatening the, the country she dedicated her life to defend, Abigail decided to run for Congress. <laughs> this is how they sell this other woman who's her opponent. So what you have, in effect, is just these two people who are both pushing the same thing, as I've said over and over. How can you have a civil war when they both are running around carrying a flag, claiming that they defend and protect the United States and the values? 
See, it's all just Barnum statement bullshit. This is why you can't pick between them. This is why it doesn't make any difference. Who gets in there? Because they're going to do whatever the hell they want. They're not obligated to be bound. <laughs> ah, I just can't believe people fall for this kind of thing. It's so insane. And the way they promote it on constitutional conservative radio is this some great choice. This fucking other lady, listen to her credentials. Imagine what she says. Okay, she runs from her voting record. They always run from their voting record. This is just so typical. I don't understand how people can buy into something this stupid. All right, let's, let's listen to a bit more from this law enforcement officer who loves the country and the one we grew up in. Again, all these Barnum statements. I've asked people over and over again. Define the country. She'd just tell me all about the country we grew up in. Well, what do you mean? That's what her opponent represents, that the people who vote for her opponent represent that. They think the country is this other thing. All of these things have to do with this idea that there's a country, somehow a country that we grew up in, and that they're going to bring us back to it. Every single candidate says the same thing. See, every single one. And the people in constitutional conservative sort of movement, they just believe that somehow they have a lock on it because they talk about the founders and originalism and all this other stuff. And they just leave out all the points I bring up. But, I mean, is this not just the most... I don't know what to say about it. When I hear this kind of thing, it just sounds so preposterous on its face. And the fact that this is taken as a serious matter, as though this is how we're going to choose somebody to so-called represent us, and then they're going to so-called make laws that I'm going to have to be bound by, it's just beyond idiotic. So let's listen to a little bit more of this insanity. Well, that's fantastic. Fantastic. People, and listening want to help. It's <laughs> Y-E-S-L-I, YesleyVega.com, YesleyVega.com. And you're taking on... Spanberger, who has positioned herself as ex-CIA, therefore uh, a moderate uh, by by career, and how is being ex-CIA a moderate? How can anybody who served in the CIA ever be put into public office? They should, under no circumstances, ever be allowed into any kind of political office of any sort. Like Bush, who used to be the head of the CIA, they, they should never be able to run for any kind of political office. They can never be trusted. Absolute bar to any kind of trust. These people are professional liars. That's what the agency does. It's not an insult to them. That's what their job is. How can you be a moderate and ex-CIA? This is how confusing it all is. God, people are idiots. Uh, she's done a few moderate things, but she's voted overwhelmingly with Pelosi, overwhelmingly for these massive spending and debt bills. She's done nothing about the border. She's done nothing to support law enforcement support and nothing to support the military. Do I have Ah, that? support law enforcement, support the military. There you go. Okay. Supported massive spending bills. Well, when Trump was in there, we spent tens of trillions of dollars, in effect, on this absurd fucking fake pandemic. That was considered conservative, though, because that the people weren't responsible. So, see, always inconsistent nonsense. So now we have to support the creation of the prison state. So your options are you create, you support the, the electronic prison state with the law enforcement and the military, or the only other option you have is to vote for someone who just votes in all this social program horseshit. All of it's totally unconstitutional shit. They don't have any right to spend on this police state. They don't have any right to. But that's all just ignored. They talk about it as though it's policy. Everything's always framed up as policy. And you'll see this lady does the same thing, just like uh, the host does. 
You're absolutely right. It's 100% support for Biden Pelosi. Uh, she's enabled everything that is happening. You know, I find her hypocrisy astounding that she goes to my parents' birth country of El Salvador to talk to officials over there about illegal migration and organized crime, but she has yet to visit the southern border to see the chaos that she has caused. How about going down the street and speaking to your party's immigration star? She hasn't done that because she doesn't care about what's happening. She doesn't care about the brave men and women of CBP being underfunded and not having the resources that they need to uphold the oath that they once took. And this is why people well, they are should res- They need to resign. If they can't do their job, if they can't uphold their oath, they need to resign. I don't understand. Why do they stay? Oh, for the pay and the pension. I got you. And here it is again, talking about how she doesn't do that. She goes down to El Salvador. God only knows what she went down there. She fucking ex-CIA, which you all know they're not ex-CIA. And so here we are, just ignoring all the realities and then just talking in these generalities about she supports this, she supports that, she hasn't done anything. What can they actually do? All of this is an argument about trying to get one quarter of 1% representative into the Congress. What can one quarter of 1% do in there? Nothing. They have no power at all whatsoever. So it doesn't matter what she does, what your opponent does. You don't have the ability to carry the day. And so all of this is back to that same problem that minorities have no actual representation and they make it out to be that this is such a huge deal. It's not a huge deal. It's a gigantic scam running on in which one quarter of 1% makes no damn difference at all. Oh, it can come down to one vote. Well, who the hell's ever agreed that I'll be ruled by one vote from a place I have no control over? It's moronic. But all of that is ignored. And you just get this same kind of spewing of these talking points that are literally every single election. It's exactly the same kind of thing. They just pick and choose from this basket of bullshit. And then we're supposed to believe that this makes sense. <laughs> Let's play a little bit more of her shit. Like I said, she just filibusters so badly. My God, she just cannot shut up. And this is why people are fired up like never before. What? Because they're tired of her uh, lies and her believing that she is smarter than the voters in the 7th District. And so, Mark, we're going up and down the 7th District <laughs> reminding people of her voting record and how she's enabled uh, everything that is happening and why we're the better choice on November 8th. Wow. <sighs> Believe me, she is smarter than the uh, voters. <laughs> That's for sure. But you heard it again. What is this about that... The people don't approve. Well, if they don't approve, how is it going on? Well, I don't understand. How is it going on if the people don't approve? She obviously is going to get tons of votes, so that means tons of people do approve. That's just completely ignored. The fundamental problem is that the people don't agree. And these people talk about it as though the people disagree, meaning their people who want to vote for her disagree. Okay, well, the other side talks the exact same way. And then we're just supposed to have this rigged up thing where a few people vote, basically half the half elect the people who then tell everybody what to do. It's so moronic. I don't understand how people don't hear it. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Let's let's listen to some more filibustering nonsense. Now, let's talk about a few of these issues. We have Uh massive inflation in this country. (laughs) People are having difficulty paying for their gasoline bills. Okay, so here we've got massive inflation. There's not going to be any discussion of the Federal Reserve and the actual way inflation gets created. Now we're going to hear this whole list of things the prices are going up on, and the implication is the federal government needs to do something about it. There's never any discussion of the fact that how does the federal government have the authority to be impacting all of these things and be completely fucking over the people if they just happen to so-called lose an election. How is that possible in a country with limited government? 
And none of that's ever discussed. It's, it's just all bundled together, as I've told people again and again, about policy. All of these things become policy so that the government can do anything to you if you just so-called lose an election. Or if you win the election, then the person goes up there and doesn't do what they say. It's just, it's stupid. Difficulty paying for all their bills. Uh-huh. People on fixed incomes are seeing their pensions go. being depleted. Okay. Now, Spanberger has voted for every one of these massive spending bills, mm-hmm. including 87,000 new IRS agents. It's- right. Okay. So they can do that. They spend this money. They have no constitutional authority to. Why isn't that the discussion? Why is it always about the policy? The, he, he supports Social Security, supports Medicare. There's never any discussion of this being criminal behavior, that they don't have any authority to spend money like that, to take money from a certain group and just hand it over to someone else. Else. But that's what goes on. Instead, they turn it into this fundraising deal where you got to give money to the red team to stop the blue team because the blue team, when they get in there, they take the money from the people who vote red and they give it to the blue team. It's just moronic. I don't understand how people don't see this. Is that correct? Is that correct? That's right. You're, that's you're right. absolutely right. There that's isn't right. a tax and spend bill that hasn't uh, <laughs> come from Biden and Pelosi that she hasn't supported. She's- but what about the fact that the things are totally unconstitutional? Why isn't that part of it? It's just no part of the discussion. This is what I'm trying to explain to you people, that this is how they make sure that you stuck on this plantation, the way they can just suck everybody dry and then just hand the money out however they want. In this case, he wants to spend it on law enforcement and military and all sorts of other police state. And these other people want to spend it on, on just buying votes and handing money out to all of their contributors, <laughs> just installing a woke green fantasy world. And there's no discussion of the fact that they can't do either of them. It's just a question of trying to rile people up to get them so they'll vote for their person. Supported every single one of them. So? How about 87,000 new Border Patrol agents instead of 87,000 IRS agents that are going to come and harass, you know, uh, hardworking uh, business owners? I- and again, no discussion of how the income tax itself... It's completely and totally unconstitutional for Congress to simply make up whatever it wants and claim that it can just take any amount from anybody and simply hand it to somebody else. If you extensions here, exceptions there, credits there, set the percentages at anything they want, the only thing they're limited by is whether they can get the votes. There's no discussion of any of this. See, there's no discussion of any of it. It's just about, well, we're going to spend money. We need to spend it on more law enforcement and border enforcement. Well, if they're not enforcing the law down there, which they aren't, how come the people who are giving those orders to not enforce the law aren't in prison? There's no discussion of putting these people in prison. There's no discussion of anything. Just the same nonsense over and over. I don't know how people stand this. This is why I never listen to it. But this is what constitutional conservatism is all about. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where they tell you your vote counts and let your voice be heard and all these phrases. This is what it actually comes down to. Stupid shit like this. It is an insult and a slap to the face to hardworking Americans who see exactly who she is and Uh how radical she is. And they're tired and rightfully so. Okay, I don't understand. I have nothing to do with it. I don't live in her district. So I have nothing to do with this. Tired, it's a slap in the face to hardworking Americans. What is this? This is just phrases, just empty phrases. It's not a slap in my face that somebody from another district is trying to scam the people in that district and get shit from there. That's what the system is. 
But see, it's the same thing. The idea that somehow we are going to pull together and do something. There's absolutely nothing I can do to make sure this woman gets elected. And even if she got elected, I've already showed you how she's not on my side in any form or fashion. She doesn't support anything I support. She hasn't brought up a single thing that needs to be completely and totally eliminated. Nope, it's all policies. No discussion at all about anything that's unconstitutional that's going on. She just talks about people being tired of the spending. <laughs> it's just... Why would I ever agree to a system like this that's set up? Why is there no discussion that this is the only system there is, that we must stay within it? Why isn't there ever any discussion about that, that we can set up a different kind of system, that the system we have isn't even running the way it's supposed to? Why is there no discussion about it? Why is it always driven into this? I'm telling you why, because these people are not on your side. This woman is probably just a complete brain-dead drone, a blue-pill fool. I don't believe that about the host. He knows. He knows. And constitutional conservatives in media and academia, they just lie to people endlessly about what the system is, as I've laid out. And this is what they present to people as the so-called solution. Wow, it's so damn stupid. All right, I'm going to listen to a little bit more because I wanted to hear this whole thing to give a full shot so that you can tell it. I'm not just cherry-picking out of this interview. This is the kind of interview you get. I don't care if it's at, at local or if you get it on national. This is almost identical to every other kind of political interview you get from a candidate who's running as an outsider. If they're already elected, they talk about all these fantastic votes they gave, which, of course, didn't carry the day and didn't do jack shit. And they talk about how they supported this bill or that bill. They never, ever talk about anything that's unconstitutional. They don't talk about all the shit that they compromised. And the likelihood I agree about any of the stuff they want to do is nothing. But this is a classic example of the way these interviews are conducted. And this is how the so-called decisions are made in this country. It's just ludicrous that people believe this stuff is legitimate and that this is the way this is actually the trillions and trillions of dollars are uh, allocated because there's this idiot like this, just some fool. It's just not. It's all behind the scenes, people. Right, let's, let's see if I can finish this thing up because I'm starting to get kind of pissed. Has she stood up, stood up to what's going on and <laughs> has been going on in Virginia schools with uh, critical race theory and the sexualizing of little kids? Listen to this. No discussion at all about the fact that this is a totally and completely unconstitutional area for the United States government to be involved. They have no authority at all. The Department of Education needs to be shut down. No, instead, they turn it into this, as I've already made shows about it, about how the, the suggestions you have to go down to your school board and stand around, which is all local, but it's all pushed through this federal stuff, through the Department of Education, and all this money they hand out. They have no authority to do any of it. But instead of making it a constitutional issue, no, no, they turn it into this policy issue that she's not standing up to it. Well, what could she do, even if she wanted to, as one quarter of 1%? If this woman gets elected, is she going to shut down the Department of Education? Is she going to do anything? No, she's not going to have any authority to do anything. So it's silly to talk about. It's just framing it up in an improper fashion, in a very deceptive way, that makes it appear that this woman could do something about it. And the other woman didn't do anything about it. There's nothing to do. Stand up to it. What does that mean? She writing $100 checks? Is she jumping up and down? Is she upset? What does it mean to stand up to it? She has one fucking vote. That's all she gets. What does it mean to stand up to it? <laughs> this is silly. No, 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 she has no, not. And I'm no. glad that you uh, bring that up because yes. you just broke that uh, a delegate who is a sur her surrogate 
and who has endorsed her, uh, wants to introduce a bill here um, in the next uh, legislative session where she's asking for parents, listen to this, to be jailed, okay, to be charged with a misdemeanor or with a felony if they refuse to affor- affirm their child's gender. <laughs> Just listen to this. There's no discussion of the idea that they could ever do such a thing, that they have any such power to create this law to make it into a crime if you don't affirm your child's gender. But there's no discussion of that. And of course, she's law enforcement. So she's my law and orders, just following orders, all that stupid shit I've told you about endlessly. And her opponent's a fucking ex-postal service undercover investigator turned CIA officer. I mean, these people, they're pushing this idea that the government can do anything it wants. Anything it writes down becomes law. Listen to how they frame it up. See, that's where the problem is. They don't call it out. They argue about whether or not, oh, we need to get vote for me so I can get in there and fight it. And then when you, you can't do anything about it, then you need to reelect her and give her money to reelect to fight this. Th- uh, it's always the same. It doesn't make any sense, people. Is absolutely insane. She also, it's my insane. opponent, Not unconstitutional, voted, though. Um, against uh, parents having to give consent to schools before they can talk to their children about gender identity. This is how radical my opponent is. She does not stand with parents. She does not stand with children. And this is why, you know, we're, we're calling on, on everybody, you know, to, to come out and to vote because we're at a crossroads <laughs> and we cannot afford another two years of this administration and somebody as radical and as extreme as my opponent when it comes to the issues that are impacting our families and our quality of life the most. I don't understand. If we have a limited government, how can anything they're doing up there impact my family and my quality of life? How can they possibly have any authority to do any of this stuff about gender and all this shit? How? There's no discussion about that. This is how they mislead you people. Every single issue is handled the exact same way. They turn into this policy issue. They never ever bring up the facts I bring up over and over. And these people are not on your side. Like I said, this woman running, she's just a blue pill. She doesn't have any idea what she's talking about. None. She's a completely brainwashed human being who's worked in law enforcement. She's just a brainwashed human being. She's up there pretending that she's going to be able to represent somebody. She could never, ever represent me if she was in my district because I don't believe a damn thing she's saying. She's no idea what she's talking about. As far as I'm concerned, she's on the border of non-compass mentis. She's so far outside of her depth when it comes to this stuff. All she is is a fast-talking a Latina who can run around and sound conservative. And that's what she's pushed. And now we have 54% of Latinas. She's at some fucking Latino fucking uh, thing tonight, right? So it's all just chopping, dice, and slicing. It's all the same thing, identity politics. Oh, she's a Republican Latino. Oh, we should vote for her. God, stuff's an insult to my intelligence. This is why I don't ever listen to it. I just can't believe people follow this stuff. Are you getting the financial support that you need <laughs> you to uh, to uh, to defeat her? Because I'm sure she's getting a fortune from out of the district. She needs some hundred dollar checks sent to her right away. Yes, I'm extremely, um, you know, blessed to have the support of uh, everyday folks to understand uh, what's folks. at stake. Uh, you know, we've had what's other uh, support also um, from, you know, the party, and wow. we're really excited. Uh, they know that this is a pickup opportunity for us to flip the 7th District, and uh, based on the momentum, the energy on the ground, uh, we know that we're on our way to, to delivering, and I'm very thankful for all of the support and help that I've gotten thus far. Okay, so there you go. No discussion of how the party system itself is a complete and total corruption of the constitutional setup. These parties have just taken over everything. They're not even in the Constitution. They just run it all. Everybody saw now that there's no obligation at all for the party to even run a legitimate primary. 
There's no obligation at all. You don't have to be in the party. <laughs> and, of course, all the states play along with it by having all these limitations and stuff in order to get on the ballot. And you have It's all about lawyering and re-lawyering. And <laughs> that's all this thing is. See, people, it's all Barnum statements and bullshit. That's all this actually comes down to. And yet, my entire life, I've heard this same kind of thing, people arguing about it, really genuinely believing this stuff is legitimate and real. And that this actually is something that we're on the verge of losing. We've got to save it. got to get the country back and all these different things for all the reasons I've showed people. But you hear this absurdity to this interview, right? The absurdity, how many times has she given these kinds of uh, sort of pat responses? She gives them everywhere. She gives them on the campaign. She gives them every time she does local radio. She does it every single time someone asks her questions. She spews out this nonsense. And the people hear it and they think, oh, wow, that's good stuff. They start believing and her opponent's doing the exact same thing, saying the exact same kinds of canned responses, and the people believe all of it, just over and over. It's just, luckily, this is almost over because it was really painful for me to listen to this stupidness. Let's see how much more we got. Well, this is very, very important <laughs> for the people in your district, for the people in Virginia, and the people of the United States. Because well, how, hold, I don't understand. How does it apply to anyone outside of her district, see? This is how they always try to nationalize all these issues. They nationalize everything. Instead of pointing out the fact that none of these issues are national issues, they're completely unconstitutional for the federal government to be involved with it. Instead, they turn it into this national policy issue to get everybody involved, writing $100 checks and handing out flyers and leaflets and throwing a vote into some government fucking uh, joker election and imagining that something's going to change, even though every single time the thing moves in the exact same direction, gets worse and worse, more and more government power. Of my entire life, 150 years since the Civil War, just endless shit. And yet the people keep buying the same load of crap from these guys. It's just unbelievable. Spanberger has, Spanberger. Um, has perfected the politics of the phony. That's all politics is. They're all lying all the time. There's no obligation to tell the truth. And Article 1, Section 6 makes it very clear that you can't hold them to account for anything they do up there. There's no obligation for them to do anything they promise. And even if they don't do it and it's completely unconstitutional, there's no consequence. It's, it's just silly to talk like they, they do. It's just, it's so silly. The idea that conservatives tell the truth, give me a fucking break. Which is, again, to pretend they're one of these moderates, a centrist. <laughs> these are the people that must be defeated oh, God, uh, while they vote almost 100 percent down the line for the radical socialist economic agenda, open borders and all the rest of it. How can there even be laws like this passed, people? I don't get it. You hear it's just the same thing over and over as though Republicans do what they say. <laughs> That's why the rest of the nation, you've not heard her speak out against any of this stuff. Speak out. And yet you hear people say that she's a moderate, including some Republicans on TV. She's no such thing. Speak out. Jump up and down. Speak out. Let your voice be heard. These are meaningless people. It's meaningless. <laughs> Only that matters is results. What have the results been since the country started? The government has grown. And grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. The people's rights have shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. And the debt has grown and grown and grown. And the budgets have grown and grown and grown. I don't understand. What does it take? <laughs> so fucking stupid. What would you like to say in closing? Okay. 
That's right. Again, you know, she has a voting record that she's hiding and running from. She <laughs> wants to talk about anything and everything except that voting record. Bullshit. But we're going to continue to hold her accountable. Ah, there you go. Going to continue to hold her accountable. Meaning what? Meaning nothing. Maybe, maybe she can get voted out and this lady will get in there. She'll do just a shitty job. Hold her accountable. There you go. She shoves a ton of catchphrases in here at the end. We're going to talk about those votes that are negatively impacting our families. She- okay, going to talk about votes negatively impacting our family. Again, complete Barnum statement, utter nonsense. Votes negatively impacting our family. Hurting Virginian families. Hurting Virginia. And it's time that, you know, we retire Nancy Pelosi and send somebody else to go represent people in the 7th District that understand that the government works for the people and not the other way around. <laughs> She's like, she's like a Barnum statement spewing machine. Listen to all this nonsense. It's just, you see what I'm saying about this person being completely incompetent to ever be a representative of somebody. I would never, ever agree to this person. They have no idea what they're talking about. Or they're just fantastically corrupt. In this case, I just think she's just absolutely a blue pill fool. This is uh, election season Abigail, who does the same thing uh, when she's up for re-election. There is nothing she's not willing to do or say to hold on to power. (laughs) I don't understand. So they admit that they can just make shit up, say anything they want in order to continue to get re-elected. And nothing happens. And we're supposed to think this is a system I've agreed to. It's moronic. Because she's power hungry. She's power a career hungry. politician career. who has completely lost touch with the people she claims to represent. So I encourage everyone to stay in the fight, to get out <laughs> and vote. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. We there have a country to take back, and it's up to each and every single one of us <laughs> to do our part to ensure that we take back the House this coming November oh, and restore. God. So we have to take back the country, and you got to do your part, which just means you're supposed to go down and vote in this ridiculous election. You hear this? this is, I hear this shit all the time. So many people believe this stuff stuff. God, it's so stupid. And if people want to help you, where do they go? They can uh, visit our website at yeslevega.com okay. and they can... All right. I don't care where else she's from. I'm not going to continue to listen to where she's from, but you get the idea, right? I heard, I played the entire interview, gave her all the fucking airtime that he gave, so you can see there was nothing that I misrepresented in there, but you can hear how incredibly stupid that is. And if people think that that's an answer to our problems, then I can't ever reach you. If you think that doing this kind of stupid shit, which they've been doing my entire life and was going on way before me, you can read Mencken, you can read Clemens, you can see that they have been laughing at politicians forever. And if you think that somehow your politician is the better solution, you're blind because that has been the case forever. This is the game, people. And these people in the constitutional conservative media, they push that game. And I've done my best to try to frame that ridiculous uh, interview up to show you all the different ways. And I could have broken it down and stopped it a bunch of different times, but I knew it ran kind of long. And there's only so much can be said because I've said it again and again in my shows. But I wanted to give another way to show people how absurd this all is. So absurd. This is why I have no tolerance for people who come to me, what's your solution? (laughs) How is this a solution? How is this insanity a solution? All you're doing by continuing to promote this stuff is 100% guaranteeing your kids and their kids and everybody else is going to be in an electronic prison. You have the choice between the cop and the CIA agent. Wow, what a great choice, huh? Wow, what a fucking joke that was. Wow. I'm just glad it ended because I was starting to really get pissed off at how stupid it is. It's just 
it's just so dumb that that stuff is passed off as the sort of intellectual side of politics when it's just beyond idiotic. So, so there you go. That's it. I'm done with that interview. I'm done with the comments about it. It's just too stupid to continue. And if that doesn't convince you, then I don't have a way to convince you that these political seasons and stuff make no sense and they aren't what you're told. So, so there you go. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter. I'm no longer Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. Had to change to Crime Review, and I'm still on private, but you can follow me. I just I'm going to stay private until the movie comes out, The Jones Plantation, written by Larkin Rose. I play Jones himself, Mr. Jones, the owner of the plantation. I'm a real piece of crap in there. I think the movie's going to be really funny. I hope people like it when it comes out. I hope they make it make a lot of money. But I'm still on private because I don't want to get banned from Twitter. Uh, because I like Twitter, I enjoy hanging out with the people on Twitter. So, so I'm not going to get banned. So I changed it all up. And I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show. I really do appreciate that. They have a lot of integrity. I know they do it for the most part because they appreciate the effort that I put into getting the information and then sharing it. And I appreciate that. I give them a bunch of extra shows, of course, each month. But I know they do it mostly because they just have a lot of integrity. So thank you, guys. And beyond that, I don't think there's much else to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Put your hands together one more time. For Legal Man. More quash.